0: Welcome to the Me, Myself, and Her podcast, where issues that challenge the mental fitness of diverse women take the spotlight. Our discussions will surround topics in alignment with the HER acronym that stands for healthy, empowered, and resilient. Each conversation will pull back the layers of our challenges, personal growth strategies, and ability to thrive in mind, body, and spirit. I'm Alicia Caldwell, your host and mental fitness coach. Now sit back, but don't relax because it's time for the her in you to take action. You hang up. No, you hang up. No, you hang up first. Do you remember when love was that simple? Who would hang up first or who could stay on the phone the longest without falling asleep? When love revolved around never-ending conversations filled with giggles and mindless stories about your day, your hopes, and dreams of being this forever couple when the two of you fantasized about what it would be like to be married have a house together and maybe even the cutest little baby that looked like the both of you and most of all you just wanted to be in proximity to each other even if it was through the phone you couldn't wait to get out of school or off work so that you could call him and listen to his oh so sexy voice on the other end it didn't even matter what he was saying only that he was saying it to you You were his woman and he was your man and nothing and no one else mattered. You remember those days, the days of new, young, easy love? When did you start realizing that old school, committed, ride or die love is really not like that? When did you figure out that there was more to love and relationship than marathon conversation that took you into the wee hours of the morning? When and where did you, my dear sister, discover that the true nature of couplehood is a dynamic and complex melody of high notes and low notes that sometimes don't sound so pretty? At what point did you get on the phone with him and realize that the stuff he was saying wasn't funny or witty? When did you notice that the phone giggles were starting to die down? That the planning of a wedding when you had only been talking on the phone for two weeks just wasn't that sound? When, oh, when did you realize that relationships, marriage ships, and doing life together ships are easy to start but more difficult to sustain? When did you realize that he was messy, unorganized, late, didn't always say the right things, and worst of all, you no longer stay up until the wee hours of the morning. He goes to bed at nine o'clock and he falls asleep during the juiciest parts of your story, and you love him anyway. When did you realize that love is more than a pretty package, but instead a purposeful duet between a woman and a man? What is that all about? Isn't love supposed to be exciting, passionate, and full of abundant, interesting conversations, snuggles, and slow, lingering kisses? Who told you that? Who fed you that mouthful of bad baloney? Who duped you into believing that the work of love is always sweet? someone has obviously dumped many of you into a bag of tricks and you're wondering why you can't find the treat. It's because we are in a place where we're getting guidance and advice from others who have failed and not learned in their own relationships. And we're taking their word as facts when in reality, a lot of it is fiction. Resist the urge to accept relationship guidance from someone who is steering you in a fictional direction so off course that you run a high risk of falling off the edge of the flat earth they have you believing in. What is your story of misguided love? This episode is part one of a four-part series on relationships. April is National Couple Appreciation Month. In honor of that, I thought it was necessary for me to conduct a ceremony and lay all the false expectations of our relationships to rest. I am often asked by couples, what is the method? What is the secret to not only surviving in a relationship, but thriving? And although there are some things that are more long term, and that will take a while for couples to kind of navigate through, some of the answers are just not that deep. They are actually pretty simple, in fact. But the problem is, although simple, they require a shift in the mindset of me and an adoption of the mindset of we. Relationships require a we-inspired mentality that unfortunately many women and men struggle to create and maintain self-serving attitudes and behaviors are like vinegar to your marital oil. They don't mix and the fix is dumping that batch of me infused oil and vinegar soup and starting a new brew. And the good news is all you need is the tools, ingredients, and your chef hat of motivation and the new flavorful soup of relational wellness can begin. Now don't get me wrong, simple and practical does not mean easy. This isn't a Lipton soup style approach. You can't just dump in the packet and add water. This is your grandma style soup that requires a from scratch, a pinch here and a pinch there, trial and error process. It requires a slow and steady simmer. That regular stirring and taste testing to ensure that the outcome is just right, that's what it takes. It's the kind of recipe that dances on your taste buds and keeps you talking about it for days, months, and years to come. It's not packaged. It's purposeful. What kind of loving relationship have you been stewing? Is it hot or cold, bitter or sweet, thick or watered down, scorched or well stirred? You might have to dump out a few batches before you and your spouse find the right mix of flavor a pinch of patience here, a dash of gratitude there, a spoonful of intimacy, and a big cup of forgiveness starts the mixture off with the right flavor notes. Knowing the right ingredients isn't enough. The measurements matter. Your unique relational taste for sweetness and spice is determined by you and your spouse. You can use a base recipe to get you started, make it your own, and let the cooking begin you can get a recipe online that you like, but it just doesn't suit your taste completely. So you start with that base recipe and then you tweak it as you go along. That's what these next few episodes are going to be about. I'm going to give you some of the base recipe for a healthier relationship and you and your spouse can come together and figure out the right flavor notes for the two of you, what you need to either add or maybe take out of the recipe to make your relationship better. I'm not going to take up too much of your time today but I'll give you one key ingredient to get your robust relational soup going. Ingredient number one is you. Every great recipe, every great soup or stew starts with the right pot to prepare it in. You would never prepare your best recipe in a dirty pot, in a pot that has a hole in it, not even in a pot that you know is too small or too old to carry the precious ingredients for your treasured recipe that you plan to share with those you love. When the outcome and the presentation of a recipe is important enough, you bring Break out your best tools for the creation. In relationship, together and your marriage-ship, the best first ingredient to get the base brew started is you. Is your pot of love, kindness, communication, forgiveness, care, concern, personal health, and wellness ready to hold and create your nourishing relational soup? Are you ready to receive the ingredients? Do you need to be cleaned out first from an old stew that's still stuck and corroded on your insides? Is there something else in your pot that makes it impossible for a relational soup of healthy base ingredients to come in and taste well? Let me give you an example. Is your pot so full of grief that there is currently no room for connection? Is your pot so steeped with bitterness that the sweetness of a partnership will be overwhelmed by its presence? Is your pot so salty from betrayal that even your best efforts to seek and sustain a positive relationship is dry, unpalatable, and quickly withers away. Is your pot ready? or does it need some soaking to release the grime from years of misuse. Whether your pot is clean and pristine or in need of the scouring pad of mental, emotional, spiritual, and relational rejuvenation, the strategies that will be discussed over the next three episodes will assist you in gathering the necessary tools and ingredients to get that base recipe built and ready for you to add spice and sweetness to your marriage. And as a result, your life before we connect again I want the first ingredient you to start being prepped for the basic process that I will walk you through. Education without action is useless, so don't show up for a cooking demonstration on healthy relational soup without a clean pot to put the content in. Consider the condition of your pot. Is it ready or do you need to take some time, maybe even in partnership with your therapist, life coach, pastor, friend, or mentor to start softening and polishing off the gunk from the past or buildup from your present relationship. I understand that some of you already have your soup started and it may even taste pretty darn good and you just need a few tips to add more flavor and spice while others are in the dumping and starting from scratch phase. My greatest hope is that the grocery list of relationship ingredients discussed over the next three episodes will suit the stage of creation that you're in and beyond. So what we're planning to do for National Couple Appreciation Month We're going to make sure that our marriages have flavor, sweetness, and just the right spice that suits the palette of who we are as women, who we are as wives, and who we are on our journeys to becoming her. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you found value in the conversation. Keep in mind that the information shared is not a substitute for services from a licensed mental health provider or medical professional. To tap into more information, check out my website at trailstotransformation.com. Don't forget to follow and share the podcast and tune in next week for another conversation pulling back the layers of who we are, who we want to be, and how to become her.